0: Welcome to another UCTV.tv podcast presented by University of California Television.
1: Good afternoon. We have an audience of 5,000 today. Most of you were here in the morning. It is amazing that you are still so refreshed and excited. We're all here to listen to His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama. In, In this morning, the Dalai Lama captured, totally captured, our minds by speaking on the nature of mind. This afternoon, he will talk about another fascinating topic on ethics for our time. I'm extremely honored to take this opportunity to sincerely thank our community friends, our donors, uh, my own colleagues, and our vibrant students for your support which led to the success of today's big event. I would like to acknowledge my special colleague who invited the Dalai Lama, he's a former translator for the Dalai Lama, and he hosts the Dalai Lama Endowed Chair in Tibetan Buddhism and Cultural Studies, Professor Jose Kabazan. I would also like to recognize our Executive Dean of the College of Letters and Science, David Marshall. Dean Marshall has been a strong promoter for this event every step along the way. Dean Marshall. We feel so fortunate to have the opportunity to learn from Dalai Lama today and to be inspired by his message and his scholarship. The Dalai Lama is an incomparable Buddhist teacher. In every aspect of his life, he embodies the principles he teaches. Perhaps the best way to describe these principles is to remember that he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in 1989. I I might take this opportunity to mention that UC Santa Barbara is known for our Nobel laureates. And among the audience today, we have Nobel laureates in physics, in chemistry, and in economics, all here today to welcome His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. Could my colleague raise your hand when you're here? (laughs) (laughs) To introduce the Dalai Lama, we are honored to have with us the chairman of our University of California Board of Regents. Richard Blum. Richard Blum is the founder and chairman of the American Himalayan Foundation. Uh, The the focus of this nonprofit organization is on providing education and health care, as well as supporting cultural and environmental preservations for the Himalayan region. So I will now invite Dean Marshall to make some remarks regarding our academic program at UC Santa Barbara. And then, Regent Blum will introduce His Holiness the Dalai Lama.
2: On behalf of the College of Letters and Science and UC Santa Barbara, I'm honored to welcome His Holiness to our campus, not only as a spiritual leader and head of state, but also and especially as one of the great teachers of our time. His teaching resonates with the tenets of a liberal arts education, inquiry, critical analysis, creative engagement, reflection, communication, the discovery and dissemination of knowledge, enlightenment. As a public university, we seek to educate our students to be citizens in the 21st century global society that California has become. And in recent years, we have become acutely aware that this global society demands an understanding of two often neglected areas of study, religion or the diverse cultural traditions and beliefs that animate it, and ethics, the complex dialogue of meaning and value that informs our responses and responsibilities to each other and ourselves. We're proud to have a premier department of religious studies in the Division of Humanities and Fine Arts. It's known internationally for its interdisciplinary and comparative scope, as well as its program in Buddhist studies. Just over a decade ago, thanks to many people here today, we were honored to establish the 14th Dalai Lama Endowed Chair in Tibetan Buddhism and Cultural Studies, and then to appoint as its first incumbent a distinguished scholar, Professor Jose Kabizan. Under Professor Kabizan's guidance, our curriculum in this area now includes the study of religious and philosophical texts, Tibetan language, culture, art, and literature, and the rich intercultural dialogue that makes Tibetan Buddhism such an interesting interlocutor in the dialogues that give life to meaning. These contexts, including the public forums of our arts and lecture series, our University Art Museum Tonka exhibit, our library UCSB Reads selection of ethics for the new millennium, have turned our campus and our community into the ideal classroom for the lectures that we are privileged to hear today. And now, Mr. Richard Blum, chair of the Board of Regents of the University of California, will introduce His Holiness. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Your Holiness, Chancellor Yang. You know, it's a bit of a problem because most of you were here this morning, and I had a few pretty good lines, and I don't know whether I should repeat them or not. Uh, But let me just say this. A day like this is totally unique for me because the two things I probably care most about are the University of California and the Tibetan people and... uh, having been associated with them both for longer than most of you here, I think, have been alive. Anyhow, this is a unique day. Um, The university has had a longstanding relationship with His Holiness, uh, and particularly UCSB. And um, the first professorship of the Dalai Lama studies was here. Um, His Holiness is going to visit uh, two campuses. Here in that smaller place up in Berkeley tomorrow. (laughs) And as I said before, um, uh, as chairman of the board of regents, you're supposed to be even-handed. And I did go to school at Berkeley. But when it comes to Tibetan Buddhist studies, there's no place like UC Santa Barbara. Now I'd be remiss if there isn't somebody that I forgot to introduce before, but I really must introduce her because she is the president of the American Himalayan Foundation, which runs 175 projects throughout the Himalayan region, of which half of them are for Tibetans. Erica Stone, where are you? Yeah. Well, one of the great honors and privileges of my life is to have known His Holiness for 35 years. Uh, As some of you may know, in 1978, my wife, Senator Dianne Feinstein, and I visited Dharamsala to invite His Holiness to come to the United States. Uh, When he arrived in, I think, June of 1979, it was his first visit to the United States. the Chinese didn't want him to come then. Uh, he did uh, come then, and he's been coming virtually every year, sometimes twice a year since then. Um, as someone, this I didn't talk about this before, but I, I really feel a necessity to say this. Um, my wife and I and many others have, uh, where we've been able to, Talk to the Chinese leadership for a long period of time, tried to reconcile the differences. Um, what the Tibetans are asking is very little just to preserve their culture, they have an opportunity uh, to be educated and to live their lives. the one thing that I must say uh, to our Chinese friends is that oppression There's never a final solution. Lies don't live forever. And one thing that they can't deny is that they have been unwilling to meet with His Holiness for over 50 years. Their answer to that is well, we don't really trust His Holiness, but they'll meet with Kim Jong-il, they'll meet with Mugabe, they'll meet with every other dictator around. And for those of you and there are many uh, Chinese friends in the audience. Uh, to the extent that you have relationships and you can encourage uh, the regime of, uh, in, in Beijing to enter into a real dialogue, we would appreciate it. In the meantime, uh, with the American Himalayan Foundation, the international campaign for Tibet, we will continue to support the Tibetans whenever we can. Um, I have uh, followed His Holiness since he was a very young man. Of course, I was a very young man at the same time. As I mentioned earlier, um, we were reincarnated at virtually the same time in In July of, uh, I'd like to say 1955, but everybody knows that's not true, (laughs) Uh, and um, the the difference, of course, is we know who His Holiness was in his last life. He was the 13th Dalai Lama, a great man, and he has uh, certainly lived on in his tradition and inspires people from around the world like no other person that I know. My problem is that um, I did something bad in my last life, and was reincarnated an investment banker. (laughs) So, between between the Regents and the American Himalayan Foundation, I've been trying to clean up my (laughs) acts. In any event, you didn't come here to listen to me, Um, you came here to listen to His Holiness. So without uh, further word, Your Holiness. Thank you.
0: Uh, Dear brothers and sisters... When I say, brothers, sisters, I really feel like that. Uh, Particularly, this moment, we really need that spirit. And there are usual concepts, we and they, is I think, out of concept. Now we must have a concept that take entire humanity as our brothers sisters and then should consider part of we that's much better because there's many problems which are facing essentially man-made problem that's really unnecessary on top of nature because of the problem uh, It is quite enough. The additional man-made problem, is it wise? Certainly not. So all these, I think ultimately, are concept we and they. And don't bother about their interest, about them. And worst thing, no hesitation to exploit on them, because actually cheat, cheat on them. So therefore, uh, I always, I say, uh, telling people: now we need a sense of global responsibility. Think, six billion humanity equal. Just think oneself. Uh, is actually foolish. Every hour, sort of, move. Suppose bring happy life. No one deliberately carrying some work, some action, in order to bring problem or suffering. So everybody is moving with the intention to bring happier days. But then, because just think of oneself and don't care about other, so they because of that kind of motivation, the, our action become then unrealistic, wrong action. As a result, these unwanted problems essentially created by ourself. So therefore, uh, we really need a healthy, proper mental attitude. I think that's very important. I think we pay adequate sort of attention about material development, about material values. Uh, compare that we pay much much less 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 attention about our inner value about about our mind so therefore now i think uh, out of our past experience uh, in 20th century we invented many many advanced thing in in technology with help of science, development. So, but sometimes uh, some technology bring more fear, more anxiety. Uh, so now, uh, judging from our experience which we gained in 20th century, now we are in 21st century. I think out of our past experience, now we have to think, uh, what is wrong? Essentially, not working. That's, that's, that's okay now. Uh, so, the, what I'm saying, I forget now. Yeah, Yes, matter is matter. No mind, isn't it? Uh, So the matter utilized by human being, that means ultimately matter used by mind. Something like that, isn't it? And then the very matter of happiness Joyfulness, it's kind of mind. Mental state. Mental Mental state. Mental state. Mental feeling. And similarly, pains and. Oh, of course, this I mentioned this morning. So, apologize, I repeat that. (laughs) So, the pains and sadness, these things also, mental feeling. So, uh, recently in Damsala, on our science meeting, I mentioned uh, it's quite sort of uh, strange uh, the very basis of pains, pains and pleasure, that's mind. Now, we're much sort of eager to gain more. Because of the pleasure, more joyfulness, and we try um, also the, uh, to as sense. much as we can reduce pains. But the pains and pleasure itself is mental sort of, states, mental states. But we neglect about what is mind. Obviously, I think many people I think have same experience. They with facility, good facility of matter, material. Uh, but meantime, as a person, very unhappy person. I noticed some my friend, not Richard Blum. <laughs> <laughs> this is some a very rich, I think, very rich. Uh, but as a person, very unhappy person. What's wrong? Plenty of money and with money, and usually, suddenly, more friends. But actually, it is questionable. These friends are truly friends of human being or the friend person. to friend of the person. The friend to person or friend to money. That's question questionable. In any way, usually you see the, the richer uh, people, or have some more friend uh, like that, uh, But inside that, there's a person, very unhappy person. So then, uh, sometimes these people are still seeking comfort out of money, out of power it 's wrong, uh, if they pay more attention about our inner value, inner science, then most probably they may find more effective way to face their unhappiness. What do you think some sense? oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you uh, i think this uh at this point i think i can uh, I can tell my own experience the very time uh, the t- time of my birth. Uh, nineteen thirty five five <laughs> uh-oh. so uh-oh. so at that time about to start a Nazi sort of power in Europe in Germany. Then soon Second World War start. Then, uh, Korean War, Venom War, uh, like that. So, my life, whole my life, witness too much violence. And also some violence in the name of revolution. The, I think most. Uh, most cases, fail to bring real happy world, healthy world. Still, a lot of fear, distress, uncomfortable, uncertainty still there. So that quite clear, the material value fail to bring real healthy world. And family level also, as Blum mentioned since 79, uh, quite often they come here and also Europe. So Emma, my friend, one time they had one wife, the next time another wife. Then next time, another wife. So, happy marriage and divorce. Again marry, divorce. So those people who have no children, then okay, better. Uh, enjoy a sh- short moment, then forget, then f- try find another one. Okay, doesn't matter. <laughs> if not thinking seriously about moral principle. <laughs> but then with children, it's really, uh, really tragedy. Nowadays, oh, these see children. Children sort of enter their sort of trust, rely on their parent. And divided. I think sad. So these things also is a sign of some problem in the family level also. And then, From time to time, some unbelievable sort of incident, shooting in classroom, innocent sort of student, also sign of something lacking. And like Japan, I was told, it is growing number among student takes suicide. So one time in America, we have some meeting uh, about the uh, problem among the youth. youth. There are, because, uh, some some medical scientists, some educationists, some socialists. Um, social workers. Social workers.
4: Psychologists. Um, ah. Psychologists.
0: Oh, psychologists. Uh, at, the, at that meeting, almost unanimous so sort of conclusion, these problems because lack of affection in the family in the in the environment. So now in China, people from China. As far as material thing is concerned, now rapidly developing. But uh, uh, quite a number of cases of mental, st- mental problem. So, therefore, and then is my own sort of now case. And then, uh, at the age sixteen year, I lost freedom and remain constant fear, suspicion difficult. Except short period, 54, I went to Peking. Uh, And few months, I remained there. I stayed there. And I had several meetings with Chairman Moore. And of course, uh, most of the leaders at the time, uh, I had sort of meeting. As a result of these sort of meeting with these people, these leaders are genuine revolutionary. Their whole life truly dedicated for the well-being of the people, especially working class people. Wonderful. Then, uh, particularly Chairman Mao, at that time. So I really develop genuine respect and admiration uh, about his sort of work for revolution, and many party member, many of them, the member of Long March. So really dedicated. So then, fifty-five. I returned from Peking. So on the road, I met General Tango Hua. Uh, he is the sort of, in our autonomous sort of, preparatory committee, uh, he was the deputy chairman. So on the road, he came from Lhasa to go to Peking. I come back from Peking on the road. In combo area, we met. But then I told him, last year, when I coming the same road coming to Beijing, my mind full of suspicion, fear, doubt. Now I am coming back full of confidence. So then that feeling till. Uh, 56 so except that period is a constant fear doubt then age 24 I lost my own country I last 50 years now still a lot of problem a lot of sadness a lot of heartbreaking news during these period money uh, fail to bring peace of mind uh, of the concert record. Uh, uh,
4: consolation consolation yeah.
0: of course I love you to watch so some beautiful watch also fail to bring inner comfort ah uh, and also occasionally some dogs and some cats. Very beautiful. But they also fail to bring inner peace. Sometimes my human friend, sometimes even greater sort of sadness, they also complain, they also express their sort of sadness. Then (laughs) instead of bring peace, but more worry. (laughs) But then only thing, which bring inner peace is my own inner value compassion and spirit of forgiveness and also realistic attitude these things brings inner comfort clear and my physical health also These inner value really affect positively
4: on my health. On my health.
0: On my health. 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 So you know, I think many of you uh, may not know uh, that last year uh, I had uh, I went to surgery. Uh, to remove as uh, a. Gold bladder. Gold bladder. Uh, so at that time, one uh, specialist, a surgeon specialist, uh, there are a few sort of specialists, see, uh, one specialist described me as a young patient. Then I told him, I am not young. No. Uh, over 73 years old. So then he says, Yes, I know your age, uh, 73, over 73, but your body looks six, still like 60, 60 years old. So he described as a young patient. <laughs> mm. So that uh, shows. My mental peace, uh, inner sort of strength, I think really makes differences about body element. So, we are the same, same human being. Therefore, I want to share you, ultimate source of your happy life, happy mental state, is within yourself. That I
4: think you should know.
0: So now the question kasa kasa. Uh, uh, ethics
4: for our time. No?
0: Ethics for our time. Now ethics in uh, this context, ethics is just a universal value. Uh, ethics there are many levels according religion, according to different religion, There's a different sort of concept of ethics. Of ethics. So some people, uh, some of my friend, actually uh, uh, believe the moral ethics must be based on religious faith. I do not think that, that way. Yes every religions see based on their own sort of ethics and that very much related with faith but generally as i mentioned earlier universal value that kind of ethics not based on religion now we can judge among dogs or cats some are quite peaceful so uh, some are quite wrathful, aggressive. So we, to some extent, we can say some of these dogs are more peaceful, more compassionate, so more ethical. They have nothing to do with religion. <laughs> uh, and then also, they kind, peaceful, even young children two years, three years, five years, we can, we can see some are more gentle, some are more aggressive. So these, have nothing to do with religion. So therefore, and then also I think the most important, I feel, I think everybody agree. And also whether Easterner or Westerner, or whether Chinese or Indian or Japanese or European, I think everybody appreciates others' affection, human love, kindness. And now, most important, the medical scientists, they now begin to recognize the peace of mind is a very, very crucial factor for healthy body and also as a preventive measure peaceful mind is very very important uh, so therefore uh, everybody more or less agree importance of love and compassion now among the humanity 6 billion human beings i feel if not majority at least a major portion of humanity, I don't think it's really very serious about religion. I don't think. They may claim, I'm Christian, I'm Buddhist, I'm Hindu, I'm Muslim. But real life, dead life, not much bother about religion. Like those people who are in the cynical or church or mosque, a short moment, seems very serious. But outside, then just usual human being. <laughs> Not much differences, isn't it? There's one, my friend, who actually say, co-author, oh, yeah, I, I don't think, see, without his permission, I cannot sort of mention his name. <laughs> oh, one, my friend, uh, my friend, uh, one time we discussed about ethics, moral ethics in business field. Then uh, then I told him, oh, God-fearing also, you see, uh, something very important. Then he answered, oh, concept of God-fearing is 18th century. Uh, now not much sort of, sort of the importance, Effect. right? Effect. Effect, not much effect. He told me like that. So I think we Buddhists also, when there are some Buddhist monks here also, we Tibetan Tibetan Buddhist monks also here. (laughs) So we sometimes, you see, we preach other people contentment, but in our own house, oh, we need a lot of articles. (laughs) (laughs) So that also the indication we are not that much serious. Right. <laughs> so therefore, now a large portion of humanity not much bother about religion. But these also human beings, part of human being, important part of humanity. So we must find ways and means to reach these people about importance of religion. Moral ethics. Then we must find more secular way to carry message of it's ethics. Ethics. So that I usually call universal value. Whether religious-minded or non, non-religious-minded. Uh,
4: no difference. No difference.
0: Uh, no differences. So my, now again I want to make clear, um, among my friend, uh, some people uh, have great reservation the secular ethics, uh, because uh, they consider secular means, the very meaning of secular is some kind of rejection or disrespect about religion. But in India, India's constitution itself based on secularism, and Mahatma Gandhi and some other sort of leaders, uh, their way of thinking is very, very secular way, but meantime very religious minded. So when I say secular, does not mean rejection or disrespect religion, but rather respect all religions and no preference about this religion or that religion. Equal, equally respect. So that's meaning according some in, according some Indian, Indian. That's the meaning of secular. So when I talk secular ethics. This is the meaning. Uh, with that meaning. This is the meaning. So, so I usually call the, the affection, human compassion. These are uh, universal value. And these, some extent, bio, biological factor. Uh, so itself is secular ethics. The way to approach promote that also secular way, without touching religion. Simply use our common experience, common sense and scientific findings. One important, we come from our mother. All, I think few thousand people here, all come from our mother. And At very young age, I think except a few cases, otherwise I think one's own mother take fullest care and provide us maximum affection. That's the way, and mother's milk, that's the way we survived, we grown up. So we can see those children who at a young age who experienced fullest care from mother, their mind, their mental state, as well as their physical state, their education, everything much more smooth. Then most important, rest of their life, they can show affection to other. Whole, re- whole life remain more kind to person, kind-hearted person. Then those children who at early age lack of mother's care and sometimes even abuse, then these children physically also suffer, mentally also suffer, and most important, rest of their life always remain cold and difficult to respond to others' suffering, right? When they saw others' suffering. There's no feeling, not much feeling about others' pain. Then easily kill like that. So that's our common experience. Just at press meeting, I mentioned my own case. And occasionally I mentioned my own case. My mother, just a villager, a villagers, sort of woman, Farmer, no education, illiteracy, illiterate. Illiterate, Ah. illiterate, Ah. illiterate. Illiterate, Uh, but a very, very kind one. So, sometimes I feel, uh, at that time, of course, uh, my part, no appreciation of my mother's kindness even I manipulate, I think I take advantage. So the, at the press, I, I mentioned I said, that my mother's kindness actually, in a way, spoil me. So I become more aggressive. Uh, you know, my mother, you see, often you see, carry me on, on the shoulder. Shoulders. Right? Shoulder. Then uh, I hold my mother's ear. Mm-hmm. I want to this side, go there, and this side. <laughs> so, one so young boy, such a sort of stupid <laughs> uh, bully on own, one's own mother. <laughs> so, I think my mother's kindness a little bit spoiled me. <laughs> so, now, now later, now these days... I really feel, oh, I have certain amount of compassion that actually the seed which I received from my mother, that's the seed of today's my compassion. So I really feel grateful to my mother. So all, everybody, hmm, everybody. Uh, generally speaking it's the same sort of experience. Right. So we, everybody uh, come our, our, our life where? Yeah, begin, our life. Uh, begin our life under mother's affection. So uh, now here the affection, in some extent, bio- or affection here I usually make distinction. Love, compassion, affection, biased one, and unbiased one. Biased one, limited. Unbiased one, infinite. The biased one is more simultaneous. Spontaneous. Cause spontaneous spontaneous. And that very much related with biological factor. Biological factor. Uh, Because for survival that efficiency is need. So we can see birds, dogs, cats, all these their offspring, survival of their offspring young age entirely depend on others' care. So therefore the affection from biological factor comes uh, then those animals such as uh, turtles and also butterfly, these flies. You see, their survival not depend on mother's care. So there is no affection. I often telling uh, and wish some experiment, some investigation. Those uh, turtle mother lay down egg, then left. No Kasoda, uh, never meeting. Uh, that's nature. Nature creates that way. So therefore, the young turtle, if we put together, young turtle and their mother put together, I don't think either side have the capacity to show affection. Because, not necessary. The rest of mammals, which their survival entirely depend on others' care, then affection comes, because Affection brings energy, energy brings sort of what say, the action, even sacrifice their own life for the sake of their children. So this is biological factor. But biological factor, spontaneous sort of affection, that is limited. And everybody at a young age, so we very much appreciate that. Then grown up... Uh, And our intelligence becomes greater, greater, greater. The basic human good quality then become less and less. Not balanced. Then the aggressiveness take the upper hand. And basic human uh, good quality then become weak. So now here we need effort, out of awareness, these uh, basic values, basic quality, quality, good quality, must nurture to sustain and further strengthen it. Now here, training our mind with awareness of the positive thing, usefulness. And then through that way, with effort, training, and increase these uh, qualities, uh, this quality. Then, with help of training, with help of wisdom or awareness, then these uh, biased affection become unbiased, infinite. That is truly uh, loving kindness. Uh, so now the previous one, there's lot unbiased, or love, compassion, very much mixed with attachment. The second one, unbiased one, detach. So now here, important is, firstly, realize the positive emotion, such as affection, compassion. At individual level. Very important, bring more inner strength, inner comfort with peace peaceful mood, we can handle better all problem agitative mind difficult often become wrong method, wrong way, wrong wrong way no. handling no. the problem so because logically whether even you say harming other people, you should follow realistic method. Then effective harm harm oh, measure
4: effective measure.
0: Oh then more suffering, more pain can can put on them. If your method unrealistic, then the other may laugh. At you. So therefore uh, any action with certain purpose, carried realistic way, the desired purpose can fulfill. Unrealistic approach often fail to bring the result. The result. So therefore therefore in order to carry realistic approach It is very important to know the reality. Egotistic mind cannot see the reality. One my uh, American scientist about about mind. uh, One time I met in Stockholm in Sweden, and he told me when people lost lost anger. Anger. Then the object which you feel angry, that object appears negative. So there, the negativeness, actually 90% of that negativeness is mental projection. Uh, This exactly Nagarjuna stated. When our destructive emotion develop, the object Uh, The negativeness, much exaggerated. Similarly, attachment, also the the positiveness of that object also exaggerated. So uh, with that, you can't see the reality. So then uh, with that, any method, any sort of approach become unrealistic. So they are also calm mind, balanced mind, to look the object uh, from various ways, from different angle. Uh, just one dimension, you can't see the reality. We must look from different dimensions. Different dimension. Then you can see the reality. Uh, then carry the, any action, become realistic action. So calm mind. Compassion brings calm mind. That helps to firstly open our heart to other. Through that way uh, that's one thing. Then calm mind also provides our brain which can judge the reality which which can investigate about reality also is more effective. So, the compassion brings two positive things. So, so that is supposed ethics, and then through that way, as I mentioned before, they really see now, according to today 's reality, whole world just like one entity. In previously, United States uh, isolated. and the European continent, each country, are yeah, more or less complete independence. Now today's reality, no longer that. everything interconnected, interdependent. So under that circumstances, according to that new reality, the concept of "we and they is no longer relevant. must look the whole world as one entity. Just we. So the mind of compassion also you see <clears throat> immense helpful to bring that kind of they, uh, that kind of attitude. So so since such things brings uh more peaceful, more joyful, less problem, so it called ethics. So. That did not matter. No. No, So I think okay. Then question now. Question. So so one, one, one thing. One thing I, I I want to tell you. The uh, I'm nothing special. I'm just another human being. Just like just like you. Uh, uh, so when you listen my talk You must feel, oh, I'm listening, another human being, which we all have, which are we as just a human being. So we all have sort of same potential. So therefore, uh, from that person's experience, and relevant to yourself, if. Uh, the audience consider Dalam is something very special, then my talk becomes useless because you see, oh you feel oh Dalam is something very special. Uh, we can't do we can't we can't follow you see his experience. That is silly. And sometimes the people, even you see, they believe Dalam have some special sort of kasa. Uh, healing power. kasa. Uh, 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 healing power. Uh, healing power. So there are, uh, sometimes I told uh, since my operation, so if I have real healing power, then the surgery is not necessary. <laughs> so, the, so the surgery itself clearly sort of shows I have no healing power. <laughs> so we are same. We are same. Uh, that is very important. Then we can communicate. Uh, and From my experience, you may get some benefit like that. That's all now.
4: How would you advise college students who are engaged with social and political issues apply their passion for humanity to the world, considering the inevitable corruption in all areas of life, government, state, church, etc. And how do you not become disheartened? How do you not become disheartened Mm. by these continual disappointments? And if if people do not or choose not to live up to your standards,
0: Then firstly, our human society, uh, the negative things bound to happen. Uh, uh, Meantime, even these corrupted people, sooner or later, they have to go. They will go. (laughs) (laughs) So, they... uh, so you college student yeah now you are the part of new generations so they uh, as a result of found faults of these older people my generation mm, or the uh, chancellor also i think my generation <laughs> <laughs> so by generation, in some extent, a little bit corrupted. (laughs) Now, seeing their sort of wrong, false, now you yourself should not follow that and try to create new healthy society. That is your responsibility. New healthy society uh, cannot sort of develop or cannot bring by government regulation, but from family, from individual, healthy individual, mental healthy, well, outlook, wiser, right? Uh, and that way, and your family becoming more sort of healthier mental attitude. And byproduct, physical health also come. Or medically, then one family, ten family, hundred family, thousand family. That means community, more healthier, more compassionate uh, community. One my Mexican friend once told me, the zone of peace in their own area, some family group. Uh, they create create sort of in certain area, zone of peace. So within that is a quarrel, uh, sort of what's the uh, fighting. Arguments. Uh, Arguments should not take place. So that also I think, good. Uh, Finally, uh, our vision should be whole globe whole world should be demilitarized, a zone of peace. Uh, But for that, (laughs) step by step, we have to to create step by step. So your own area, some kind of uh, zone of peace. Within there, any problem happen, must find peaceful solution. Problem there, but that way, I think, uh, and then also, I often was telling people: twentieth century becomes century of war, century of bloodshed. Now problems still remain there. So, uh, using violence in order to solve problem is wrong method. It proved. Therefore, now in now this century, we should we should make effort. This century should be century of dialogue. Uh, so, uh, so here, uh, in order to carry uh, this sort of vision, we need uh, external disarmament and internal disarmament. Internal disarmament, which just I'm talking, uh, to increase affection, compassion, build compassionate family, compassionate society, Uh, then that kind of sort of motivation, that kind of attitude eventually, you see, uh, carry external disarmament. Okay. So therefore, this should be our vision. So the implementation of that is step by step. Like that. So that's young people sort of special responsibility. And you have, you have the chance, like that. Next question.
4: Um, what is your view on conserving the natural environment from an ethical perspective?
0: No, ethical or not, the, this planet is our only home. Uh, uh. And of course I'm monk, no children. But most of you, you have children, uh, grandchildren. So you have to think about their life. Uh, end of this century and next century. You have to think. So therefore, the environment issue and also our lifestyle. Now some connection that the consumerism always use consume uh, consuming consuming and luxury style life. Meantime, population increasing. Now here I think uh, one one critical thing is the gap rich the poor, global level, and also national level. One time in Washington, I expressed this is the capital of most richest country, but in Washington suburbs, suburbs, suburbs. Uh, suburbs, there are many poor people. So we must deal this problem. So we must, re- or this gap is not only morally wrong but practically also source of problem. So we have to deal with these, these things. So therefore uh, uh, thinking, so new thinking way. Arab. New look our uh, lifestyle and including environment and the nature resources. And because of cycle too. Recycling. Uh, recycling. Recycle. Recycling. recycling. Oh. Recycle these things. I think these are all oh, I think one, one good news is uh, many years uh, many years ago one time uh, i was in uh, sweden in stockholm one my friend told me uh, sometime some years ago in river in stockholm you see no fish because of too much pollution now they take was a special sort of measure about the protection of pollution now begin appear some fish. And also one occasion in Germany, actually, you see, uh, I visit some factory, very clean factory, although more expensive, they told me, but the result or effect for environment is immense. So we have the technology, we have the capacity uh, without damaging the economy. Money. Oh, yes, Eco- without damaging economy, the fullest sort of protection of environment. So these are, I think, wonderful. So think these line and implement. So because the, of these, so long. therefore, these are uh, meant for our next generation, uh, next next generation. That I think uh, very important. There are also some some kind of ethical ethics ethical, responsibility ethical right? responsibility that, I think the world today's economic crisis, in a way, I think good lesson. There's a limitation. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, many. Uh, 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 I, uh, many years ago, one, uh, when Japan, their economy rapidly was increasing. increasing, so at that one occasion, I mentioned. Uh, you cannot take it's for granted grand. you see these uh, further develop
4: economic growth
0: economic growth so there is limitation sooner or later you will reach some level then no longer growth uh, so it is better to sort of to be prepared to to, to, to have to get awareness of that limitation so then after some time one occasion uh, in Japan, is "Then economic crisis is the start." So then, some my Japanese friend uh, they agree, they fully sort of appreciate sort of my sort of comment like that. Comment. So now America, uh, I think no matter how much of crisis, economic crisis, I don't think any danger of starvation. I don't think then. Simple lifestyle, and enjoy yourself and more human friend or smile. Oh, I think sometimes better. Yeah. You may find more time. If you become slave for money, then always you see run here, there, here and you know, there. And also you see, thinking, only money, 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 then also sometimes necessary to tell lie to cheat other people, wasn't it? Perhaps more, because of the ethical life. Maybe better. So maybe God created like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, so in any way, in any way, you see some crisis happen. Then should not look just from one angle. Look from another angle. You may find some advantage. Then at least your mental burden reduce.
4: Good. Hmm? Um, these are some personal questions. Uh, do you live in the simplicity of Tibetan ways? Do you still eat sampa? Correct. Tsampa. Sampa, and, hmm. and do you have a garden? Do you have a garden? Garden, eh? And do you garden? Garden, eh? No.
0: Mm.
4: Yes. At Damsala,
0: I have one kasa. Uh, greenhouse. Greenhouse. And different variety of flower. I love flower. Uh, and sometimes, Damsala climate too much wet and hot. Uh, so some some flower. My favorite some my, some, my favorite flower. Like a Delphinium in Rhasa grow very well. But damsala, difficult. Uh, otherwise it's a lot of and also different different kind of new flower also there. So my myself gardening now no longer. Just enjoy their color, their shape, and without touching. <laughs> <laughs> So let some other people do that hard work. labor way. Hard work. Ha. Hard work. Ha. Hard work. Oh hard work. <laughs> so I exploiting. <laughs> oh somebody is concerned samba. Uh, oh I think more than twenty twenty thirty years ago. uh then I didn't sort uh, uh, I didn't have zamba. Uh, I, I did not take zamba. Zamba. Uh, just bread, like that. And then uh, Tibetan coming from Tibet, then I advised. And also I learned some nutrition nut, nutritionist. Nutritionist. Uh, nutritionists. Nutritionists. Nutritionists say zamba is very good for health. And later I found some Chinese also, now fond to take Samba. So therefore, I advised a Tibetan, uh, one time, so one Tibetan who visited Lhasa, or no, who visited in Kham area, and while he going and coming back, he spent some time in Lhasa. Then I just casually asked, what kind of breakfast? Then they say, breakfast with the Chinese style, what called Kasa. Shifen, uh, jedu
4: rice noodle,
0: yeah, uh, rice porridge. Uh, then I a little bit surprised. surprise, the people in Lhasa, the Tibetan, now they, they food style, uh, also this is changing. Uh, then I start take zamba. While I'm advising the other Tibetan. You should take samba, so I myself felt must take samba. <laughs> so, so at the initial, because I think at least uh, I think about two decades not touching samba. So when first first time samba take, was a lot of problems stomach. <laughs> hmm? What 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 say? <laughs> lot of things come from there. <laughs> oh, so then. Uh, I adopt scientific way. Uh, one day, one spoon, Jamba. That about two days to three days. Then two more spoon. Then uh, three, four, five, six spoon. Then eventually, OK. So now, since then, I always take my breakfast, except in aeroplane. Uh, one, one time, my German friend, uh, uh, what I, uh, I was
4: a flight attendant, yeah. Uh,
0: working, yeah. In an airplane. So one one time, he brought some samba in an airplane. <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, you see, except in airplane, uh, otherwise, I always carry my samba. <laughs> mm. uh, and, and actually, you see, one story, one story or one was from, uh, this was a back very useful when I take long flight, usually you see, to me, breakfast is very, very important because the previous day, no dinner as a Buddhist monk. some occasionally I take something, but usually it's no, no dinner, therefore, next morning, I always feel hungry so in aeroplane, breakfast. Some er, some air good, some quite poor no <laughs> uh, so therefore, i always you see, prepare some bread in my uh, in in my bag. bag so in Delhi airport uh, some officials from the government in india usually' say, uh, come, come. To, has, to has. To receive me right. uh, to, to, has, uh, to see to me well.
4: uh, to see me off uh-uh.
0: yeah so because of the bread, you see, my, my back rather King. thick. <laughs> <laughs> so that sometimes I explain, I show them, oh, this is my... Kasuda. Breakfast. The, the Tibetan word... Yeah,
4: it's like a kind of a, a, a food sack.
0: Mm-hmm. So this, uh, not just a holy thing, but a practical thing, some bread <laughs> also here. <laughs> So <clears throat> So I think here are some Tibetans. I think eating Samba is think, very, very important, I think very good for nutrition, and also for blood pressure and some other. Uh, I think the sugar sugar level. some people say, yeah, very good for, for preventive
4: like that. then. Um. <clears throat> In the documentary Unwinking Eye, it's a television documentary hmm. program. Unwinking Eye, you meet with scientists concerning the interface between science and Buddhist practices such as meditation. Hmm. However, you say that neuroscience is unable to truly understand the systems which underlie and integrate science and religious practice without understanding of reincarnation. Oh if we as scientists are to explain phenomena from the perspective of physics, genetics, neurobiology and so on, what are the major philosophical and systematic systemic issues that have to be dealt with in the sciences in order to make sense of reincarnation? Oh,
0: now here. Firstly, Uh, I always keep keep my mind Uh, from my tradition that's Buddhist tradition from my tradition how much I can contribute for well-being of humanity never thinking how to propagate Buddhism now meeting with scientists discussion with scientists the main motivation, not seeking some kind of backing, confirmation or compliment, uh,
4: confirmation,
0: confirmation from science, simply uh, sort of mutual learning. Explore uh, there are certain things which not that much detailed information in Buddhist science as far as material is concerned, matter is concerned. So very helpful to learn from them. Then. Science of mind is concerned, Buddhist or or ancient Indian thought, quite rich. So we can able to uh, give them some information, new information. So I always say, make clear, our dialogue is not dialogue between science and Buddhism, no. But science and Buddhist science, Buddhism divided three three part buddhist science buddhist concept or philosophy buddhist religion so the uh, about rebirth or or, or salvation nirvana nirvana these things are buddhist concept truly buddhism so nothing to do with science science about mind about emotion and how to deal emotion on this conventional level, like that. So when we reach now a certain sort of concept, then I usually say, oh, this is Buddhist business. Uh, and also some my Christian friend, or late, for example, late Father Wayne,
4: uh, um, Brother Wayne. Brother Wayne. Wayne tell yeah.
0: uh, uh he uh, very much sort of uh, showing interest about Buddhist practice. Of course, meditation, uh, practice of loving kindness, or forgiveness. These things, yes, these are common. Then one day, he even you see uh, showing interest about Buddhist concept of selflessness. Then I told him, "This is Buddhist business, <laughs> not your business." <laughs> so there's different sort of concept. So everything mixed isn't, uh, uh, not much interest like that. So like that. So our sort of dialogue with modern science is Buddhist science, not Buddhism. Hmm?
4: Um, my son Renon will be in the audience today and he would like to ask your holiness the following question Mm. how will I find my mom mother uh, my mom again when she dies
0: I don't know (laughs) (laughs) that's difficult And practically, also, uh, my own mother, I want, oh, where my mother? But I don't know. If you carry some special investigation, then, uh, but that also is not 100% sure. So better to live it. That's my my feeling. My feeling. Of course, unless clearly demonstrated convincingly by the child, there are some. Ah. Uh, One time in Kanpur in India, I think U.P. Kanpur in U.P., Uttar Pradesh. uh, One young girl was brought by uh, her parent. And clearly, memory about past life. So that memory is so convincing. So even previous two parent also now, because of the previous life, at young age. Girl, young age, because of accidentally died, died,
4: died as a result of accident.
0: So the new birth, very clear about past memory. So therefore. The past, the girls or the parent, so I mean, because of the expression of the past memory is so convincing, the previous parent also accepted as their daughter. So one daughter, four parents. Such case is something exceptional, quite convincing. Otherwise, many of our lamas, turkus, Uh, Sometimes it's difficult. The previous uh, well-known, respected lama, the reincarnation sometimes disgrace. (laughs) So I don't know. Really I don't know. Mm? (coughs) Um,
4: Um, My question is this. I'm trying to practice mindfulness and being in the present moment in a positive way.
0: Mm.
4: How does one do this when your partner is doing exactly <laughs> the
0: opposite
4: tata <laughs> <laughs> mindful um, so how does one mean, remain mindful and positive without <coughs> being judgmental and
0: getting
4: emotional I think that why one sort of the uh, the
0: the the
4: so that's why, <coughs> for practitioners, one of the recommendations made is to have to maintain companionships of people who share the same kind of uh, outlook. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then
0: your your friend, of course, the important thing is because uh, a warm warm-hearted person. Then, if that is there. No well, no problem uh, occasionally uh, uh, get some permission from her and you spend some time meditation and if uh, uh, properly because of the proper permission not come, then you should because
4: of the So you need to uh, take into consideration her wishes and her uh, feelings.
0: Uh, you should take. Uh, your wife as a your teacher, your master, at least in your home, <laughs> so should she, dim,
4: dim, yeah, yeah. respect her yeah.
0: uh, should respect, <clears throat> provided that wife is good wife, <laughs> then go that way <clears throat> so this is that is the one. Kasa, consolation survey. Consolation. Consolation for monk, celibate person. (laughs) Now, we are truly independent. (laughs) Uh, The married person, of course, short moment, very happy, uh, uh, but actually, uh, half your freedom lost. (laughs) 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 Yes. uh, uh.
3: Mm.
4: Um, Do you think it is possible to be a political leader and a religious leader at the same time and at the same time be effective at each job? Basically, uh,
0: no contradiction. Religious person, religious leader, at the same time, the political leader. As the individual level, but uh, as an institution, I think the former, at least the last, I think nearly 400 years, the Dalai Lama institution, uh, become head of both temporal and spiritual. Yes. I think that outdated. So therefore. Uh, Since 2001, we already achieved the political leadership must come through election. So since then, my position is semi-retired position. So that's much healthier. And the system, I think democratic system, in spite of some drawbacks there, but still, democratic way is the best way. So we also, you see, implement that. So I think as far as uh, democratization work is concerned, we small refugee community in India, much advanced than people's part of China. (laughs) That's clear, that's very clear. I think Um, that's all. That's that's one last question.
4: Uh, I think. still. Um, 15 minutes. (coughs) My question is How does one stop the internal struggle and keep the peace in the face of stress such as financial worries, relationship problems, and physical pain, and so on? When life becomes such a hard work how do you maintain a peaceful and happy heart
0: mind like matter many, <coughs> component, right?
4: there are many, many components
0: many components uh, even tiny flower a lot of particles Uh, then, you see, bring shape, color, life, all these things. So similarly, mind, not just one single absolute one. No. Many elements. So as I mentioned earlier, healthy mind. Firstly, of course, compassion, these things are important. Uh, and also wisdom, or of the intelligence, also very very important role. Uh, then the each compassion, practice of comp- or training of compassion, and the training of of the intelligence or awareness, uh, many other elements. And then, as external thing, uh, the development of the flower need certain time, time factor also important. So similarly, our mental change, transformation of our emotion, also take time. So the regular effort consistently, Consistent. very important, one short period, regular sort of training, then Nothing. Then again, not good. Like flour, are watering, sun, regularly. Not too much. Not because of that. Too little. Uh, too little. So similarly, training of our mind, also quite similar. Uh, we take the various sort of aspects. Uh, uh, some tibetan master say "Learn, Allah. when a so there's a tibetan uh, saying by
4: masters
0: who say that
4: if you know, observing your own kind of mental states, if you recognize that there is a greater tendency towards kind of grasping at things to be permanent, then you need to apply the antidote, which is to reflect more on impermanent and transient nature of things. And um, if you begin to recognize in yourself a tendency to take kind of your own time, not that seriously, then it is important to reaffirm your awareness of the preciousness of the human existence. And the you know, existence as human being accords you the opportunity to recognize that preciousness. Similarly, if you begin to recognize in yourself a greater tendency towards grasping at your own self, and ego, then again you need to apply the attitude to reduce that kind of strong grip on your own kind of you know, um, personal ego. So this suggests that the specific application of antidote corresponding to whatever problems there are is, is crucial.
0: And like a physical health, the immune system. If immune system good, then some viruses. Viruses. Some viruses uh, may not disturb much. But if your immune system Basic body's element, weak. Then even, even the tiny sort of germs or virus it can create a lot of problems. Similarly, mental health is concerned. Your basic mental attitude is sound. Then, uh, such as these sort of unfortunate things happening here, 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 here may not disturb much, but you, but your basic mental attitude is weak, then if tiny problems uh, bring a lot of ups and downs. Uh, so now here, I think firstly, uh, I think uh, according to Buddhism, or according to Jainism, which uh, which concept of causality Fossality. then uh, all facilities which we consider something positive ultimately uh, all are under karmic or ignorance because of the
4: dominant, no. dominant.
0: So anything which under domination of ignorance is essentially suffering. So when we uh, face some problem, it simply indicates its ultimate nature. So nothing sort of surprising. The body, in spite, take. Maximum care, some problems. That shows its basic sort of nature, is suffering nature. That's Buddhist viewpoint. There are three levels of suffering. Suffering of suffering, suffering of change, and suffering of conditioning. Suffering of conditioning.
4: Conditioning, Uh,
0: So, understand these things. Then, there will be no surprise. Oh, is quite natural, isn't it? Now, for example, some people, you see, even they uh, avoid to mention death. The word death. Right. word the death. death. And also, you see, they uh, difficult to admit old age. The wrinkles. More angles and more difficulties. Or some old lady, some old gentleman. Even their uh, knees—no knees—shaking, shaking, uh, shaking, difficult, but try to show or perfect that way. So, uh, so that's unrealistic attitude. So here now, a person's attitude, old age. Right from the beginning this part of our life and become old feel happy i live so long and also the sort age of each each, sort of each state, stage this is own beauty young very young is beauty i feel very honest they don't know how to tell lie very good I think human positive quality at that time I think very fresh. Then of course then eventually another level of life or uh, sort of more able, feeling of more independent and can do more, that also is own beauty. beauty. Then become old, a lot of experience. That also the it's beauty. So young ones seek advice from their experience. So old people then can tell them (laughs) advice from their own experiences. (laughs) Isn't it? But you see, the young age, there's drawback. Middle age, drawbacks. Old age, drawbacks. You should know that. And finally we have to go. That's part of our life. The logically there is beginning, there is end. So nothing surprise. So therefore, mentally knowing these things, then some problems happen. Then you feel okay, okay, okay. That's quite natural, quite natural. I think that's important. I think I think many Tibetans generally in spite many sufferings they usually uh, have the feeling or concept due to my karma. Less mentally, less agitation, less anger. So those unfortunate things uh, happen, not just pointing on this person, this people, this country create that suffering, that much less. Of course, among the conditions, Ah, The people or country also involved, but uh, equally my own karma involved. So then the intensity of anger to blame, much less. Result, much happier. So therefore, the basic mental attitude, healthy mental attitude is very key factor then some problem here and there can handle more easily. The basic mental attitude is weak, then very difficult. So how to build a healthy mind? And if you believe God, yes, think God, uh, and certain things uh, generally consider bad, but there must be some reasons. God is... Uh, uh, full of compassion, compassion, full of energy. So that also helpful, isn't it? Then, non-believer, f- fact is fact. Oh, uh, the Shantideva's sort of advice, can just a little. Um,
4: <coughs> the Buddhist master, master Deva, gives an advice that if the problem is such that if there is a solution, uh, there is no need to uh, worry about it. If there is no solution, then, then there is no point in worrying <laughs> about it.
0: Yeah. So that's a very realistic attitude. <laughs> Things are beyond our control. But then too much worry, too much anger. It's foolish. And accept that. So I think realistic approach is... I think very important. In my own case, uh, of course, uh, uh, I cannot I cannot say my the, every my action is realistic. I cannot say, but basically, when some problems you see face, I always try to look from different angle. For example, we lost our own country, but me personally, the last 50 years, I think best period to learn from others' experience. Uh, many uh, people who belong different tradition, I had opportunity to learn from them. And opportunity to learn from scientists. Scientist. <laughs> and also having meet, you know, opportunity meeting with various people, rich, poor, backer, AIDS patient, Leprosy, right? Leprosy. And a spiritual leader, very useful. Each time I can learn something, something. Gain experience. So if still I suppose in thasa, in potala, in holy place, and remain as a holy person, I don't think. these sort of experience can, can can get. So therefore, looking from that angle, of course lost our own country. A lot of suffering inside Tibet. That's sad. Otherwise, me personally, very fortunate. So sometimes I really feel gratitude to, to Chinese communists. Hmm. Uh, ultimately they create using this opportunity. Some good. Like that. Uh, so, looking from er- various angles. Uh, then, another thing. One face problem. You must look that problem from distance, from holistic way. Then that problem becomes smaller. If you just look that problem closely, then immense. But from a wider perspective, six billion human beings there each one have some problem. I think here, a few thousand people here, if we ask each one, I think each one have some kind of problems. No single person who have no problem. And I think last I think, several, several generations, same experience. In the future, till humanity remain planet, problem is endless problem. That's the nature of life. That's the reality. So looking at that, then your mind something opens up. Something open. So helpful. So now for, I think, exact time. So good night. Hmm. Thank you.